two, and one. Yeah! I don't know who these sharks are, but, you know, it's nice to see them come around once in a while. The Sharks put a butt whooping on the St. Louis Blues on Hockey Fights Cancer Night. We're going to break it on down and more. We're celebrating a win. All right. Right now here on Teal Town After Dark. Good evening, Sharks fans all over the world and in Sharks territory. Your Sharks win 5-1. to one. What? 5-1? to one? I thought they weren't allowed to score more than three in a game. Oh, well. Uh, over the St. Louis Blues. We're going to break this one down here on Teal Town After Dark. This is your live interactive Sharks postgame. So if you want to be part of the show, here's how you do it. Chat with us and fellow Sharks fans. As I said, all over the world and in Sharks territory, here on the YouTube page or the app. And uh, follow us on the social. Find everything at tealtownusa.com. And uh, if you want to support the pod, hit us up Venmo at tealtownusa or a super chat donation on the YouTube chat. And we're so excited. You have three of us tonight. Yeah. All right. Joining me tonight is Jules. We have a win when I'm on. That never happens at this point in the season. Th this is part of the reason why, you know, <laughs> we wanted you on. But of course, now that makes Ian disappear. So, Ian, how are you, buddy? Great. When the sharks do good, it's good. Uh oh. I know I'm supposed to wait that to, for that at the end of the show, but I I don't know what else to say. And yeah. <laughs> oh, fun. Oh, I love I love Skype. It's so wonderful. Skype is the best. Oh gosh. Make right. sure. Is it me that screwed up? No, I think what happens is is that when Jules talks, um, your screen goes to the Skype logo for some reason. So Ew. Uh, Kurt oh, Price Kurt Price, our good friend at Let's Go Blues Radio. Bad I dream didn't, didn't happen. happen. Yeah, that's what we said about the hand pass too, but you know. Oh I no. What are we doing? I don't know. <laughs> But hey, it is good to have both of you on. It's good to see multiple faces. Chat, I see you are already blowing up. I love it. I love it. I love it. Richard Devalos, plan the parade. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesse oh, L, team was bound to play at least one good game this season. <laughs> Big Bird, a 5 1 win. What? The best game of the year. Uh, you know. 86 okay maybe we're getting a little too crazy here give us the stanley already yeah uh, maybe the one that you can get up at like at uh dick sporting goods or something you know the, the massive thing so uh all right well let's let's break this down uh <laughs> and talk about this game where the sharks i mean everything was against them it was like the 93 94 Sharks all over again where they couldn't they came into the season where they just couldn't beat the Blues in forever you know the Blues were 7-0 and 2 in their last nine against the Sharks I think the last time they the Sharks beat the Blues in regulation was like five years ago uh, but Jules it started off nice and early two minutes in Mike Hoffman um, you know when you get one then they just start flowing and it just seemed like it was off to a nice start with Hoffman's first goal in the night 
I'm not going to lie. I didn't process that goal. It took me a solid 40 seconds to figure out the Sharks score, not the Blues. So I'm going to be so real. I did not process that goal. But Hoffman had himself quite a game. That bumping up that trade value. Yes. And not mad about it. Ian, that was a sweet pass from, uh, I almost said Marco Sturm, Nico Sturm there to get things going for him. Yeah, I mean, this was a, this was a night where I thought that the Sharks, like the lines just kind of clicked. Right. And you look at the um, you look at the you know, you look at the scratches and you kind of go into this game thinking, well, this, this should be interesting, you know, because um, I, I know. Look at Kevin LeBanks, a really divisive guy. And I think that um, he's a player that I really like, but he's also a player who I have to acknowledge, like has wound up in the doghouse of three different coaches. And I've said this before. This isn't this isn't a new thing that I've that I've decided tonight. Right. Like it's like I like the player, but three different coaches have put him in the doghouse. And so it's like at some point, like maybe, you know, something's going on here. And there was some really interesting conversation about Kevin LeBanc, um on Twitter tonight. But I thought, you know, this was I like the way that they they kind of set the lines here tonight. I I thought that um, they were really interesting. And for the most part, it really paid off. I thought all four lines were clicking. Um, and you got some really interesting looks from a lot of different places where, you know, the Sharks this year, let's be honest, you're not getting decent looks from anywhere for the most part. Um, but tonight, you know, the Sharks played a really complete game. Um, I really like the way the lines look tonight. And, you know, again, like Mike Hoffman, um, he, look at, I said on Twitter that this is a game where I think a lot of like people that are on my shit list, we, and again, like we know what the, the <laughs> score is for this team, right? Like this team is not a good team for the most part. Um, but I, you know, my shit lit, my shark shit list is kind of empty right now. Like it, it's kind of hard to be mad at Luke Cunning at this point when he's kind of been on a tear. Mike Hoffman starting to get on a little bit of a tear too. Um, you know, for my bread and butter is coming on here and being angry and I have nothing to be mad about. <laughs> Wait till the Cuda game. But, oh, <laughs> Oh boy. So that was after one. It was one nothing and and then all of a sudden the sharks just start to go off. Eklund tips in a puck from the point from a Hotuk to make it two nothing. Yes. I see Jules is very excited about that. Uh you have go ahead. Whenever Eklund gets a goal, it's like you're see like that guy's he he played a really good game. He had some rough moments today, but also bless Zetterlin for his two blocks right at the yes. right in the same spot. But yeah. So I, I love when Eklund scores. I always freak out. The and, future man. And then two goals from the fourth line in a minute. First, Giovanni Smith with the biggest smile on his face uh, gets his first of the season. It, it, the interesting one from, and of course, all credit to Uncle Darren Stevens, Shark Stats on Twitter, uh, the 300th different player to score for the San Jose Sharks. Uh very cool there. And then not even a minute later, Luke Cunning extends his goal scoring streak to three games with his fourth of the year. Uh, Ian, do we have a fourth line? We had one tonight. I don't, I don't want to get too excited again because, you know, I, and I think, you know, eventually we'll have to talk with the Blues at some point here too because this is a team like I thought, like I didn't have the Sharks winning this game and I didn't have it definitely had them winning this decisively. Um, Look at sometimes look at sometimes you take a night off against a bad team. Uh, and I think that's what the Blues did tonight. 
Um, they they weren't really good to start. I think they came on in the third, but I think score effects are obviously going to play a factor there too. Um, you know, when you get up that point, it's it's easy for a team. But I mean, look at when the when the Sharks were good. How many times did we get on and be like, oh, the Sharks played down to their opponent? I think, you know, that's the the trap the Blues kind of got caught in tonight because they really didn't get going until probably the end of the first and i don't think they got going too much like joel holfer got pulled tonight and i don't think i i think it was kind of like a night where you if you're a blues fan you're probably not too mad at the goalie because the team in front of him was pretty bad bennington came in but the damage was already done at that point it's already you know they're already down by four whatever um yeah i don't know man like i just I think it's nice to see the Sharks do good, but I think it's definitely a situation where the Blues, um, the Sharks did a lot of things right, but I think also the Blues kind of played down to their opponent and probably didn't, you know, didn't really, it's easy, it's easy when you look at how the Sharks have played this season to come into to San Jose and be like, ah, whatever, this is, you know, this is a laugher, we're, we're good. And I think, you know, it's still the NHL. Some teams are going to get bit. If you don't come in and respect your opponent a little bit, um, I think, you know, Right. Nights like this are going to happen where the Sharks are going to look really good and it's going to bite them in the ass. Oh, yeah. A uh, couple of things we got to get to. A super chat donation, of course, from Jerry F. Thank you so much, our friend. Uh, wow, we are actually celebrating a 5-1 Sharks win. <laughs> yes, uh, you'd love to see it. Uh, and uh, Kevin... Uh, as you said, and he's got a great point. Look, the Sharks were going to beat a beat some team's backup goalie at some point. <laughs> is 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 Hofer the, the backup though? Like I I'd yeah. have to look at the numbers. Like is he is he the backup? Is Bennington still a starter there? I, I feel I like think, Hofer's numbers are pretty good. I, I, I think, like I said, I haven't really watched the Blues play this year. Um but I mean if you look at the 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 counting stats, right? Like the Blues came in, they won their last three there. I think they they were a point out of you know, it's it's November, obviously, so you don't want to go too deep into standings. But if you, I think they're like a point behind. They were a point behind Winnipeg coming into tonight to um, be in third place in their division. So I mean, like on paper, everything the Blues like. I haven't watched the Blues play a ton tonight, but uh, like coming up to this point. But I mean, I look at the numbers, and the Blues are obviously doing good things. Uh, Kurt would have to. Okay, Benning's Benner's the number one. Okay, fair enough. Thank you, um, Kurt. Yeah, I mean, but like coming into tonight, like the Blues, you know, the Blues, good team. And I don't like, again, I don't think like if you're looking at Hofer, I, I don't think it's his fault that they lost tonight. The The team in front of him played like crap. And if there's something that Sharks fans should be very aware of right now, it's uh, a goalie not being the problem in the team in front of him looking like crap. Yep. Uh, we had one more goal from Mike Hoffman. It was his second of the oh, there two. You go, yeah. Uh, make it five nothing. Uh, Jules credit to Zazina, who was one of many who had an assist. That pass, that pass. I did not see that coming. Also, I thought I wasn't. I did not think that pass was going to go through for a second because I think there was another Blues player right behind Hoffman, and I thought he was going to snatch it up. So when Hoffman hit it, I was like, "Oh damn, Hoffman's on a breakaway." Um, he like he, Granlin can hit his breakaways. Hoffman can. Thanks AJ for that on Twitter. Um, but yeah, no sick pass by Zadina. The guy's starting to find his groove, and honestly, I'm very glad he is. Indeed. Uh, that made it 5 nothing in a good old-fashioned whooping, unfortunately for Kapokokkanen, who had a great night. Uh, and it just seems like he either never got goal support or just 
had that just the follow follow up uh, mode, and unfortunately, uh, would allow a goal. It was a tip in by Bushnevich off of a Justin Falk shot late in the game uh, to to ruin the shutout. But uh, Ian Capo Kakinen, I mean, has had some not chances. my guy, notoriously not my guy. But tonight, I thought he was really good. Um, you know, Zidane, like you mentioned earlier, Jules, about like Zidane's past there, like I, he, he was really good tonight, I thought. Um, but unfortunately, you know, he kind of wears the goat horns on this one because he kind of did the, the, the way he turned over the puck, not yeah. really good. But I mean, other than that, like a really good game by Zidane, but I, I think you have to point out, like, you have oh, to no, call out sure. something when it's there. Um, you know, not a great turnover for him. The Sharks were kind of a little bit scrambly in the third. I thought, you know, and again, score effects, you're up by five. You know, it's that this is what happens in hockey uh, in general. And I think that, you know, um, unfortunately, you know, good, a really nice shot by Justin Falk and a really great tip by Busnevich. And unfortunately, it ends the the shutout bid for Kapo Kakinen, who, um, who, you know, again, I think Kakinen had a really good night tonight. I, you know, uh, Kakinen's a guy who I have not really been a big fan of um, over the last little bit. I think Blackwood's kind of clearly become the number one guy. But, you know, I don't want to take anything from Kapo Kakinen tonight. He had a really good game. Um, you know, and it sucks that, yeah, the shutout bid got ruined. But I think more importantly um, for a goalie on this team, like the W is just nice. It's nice to get a W in when you can. And obviously, um, you know, that's not been easy for Kakinen, and I'm happy that he got the W tonight. Yeah, uh, nice victory. His first one of the season, of course. Uh, coming into this game, the poor guy dealt with uh, no goal support whatsoever with th- just three goals for the Sharks uh, while Kappa was in net. And, you know, that, that doesn't help things, but a 978 save percentage does help things a long way there. Uh, yeah, he had a good like he had a good game like I and again it's I and I something I said like on 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 Twitter you know it's in the first period because I thought like the first shot the Blues had like that was a really good save and it's sometimes like it, it sucks getting shelled every night right like and that's generally what the Sharks goalies right. have done but what can also suck for a goalie is not doing anything and for a long time in the first period Kapo Kakinen didn't have to do anything so it was nice because I was I was happy when he made that save and I was kind of happy that it continues because sometimes not doing anything can be just as bad for a goalie as getting just you know absolutely shelled with shots and and it was kind of one of those saves where it's like it kind of set the tone for him for the game because it was one of those saves where shots like that have easily beaten Kapo Kakinen. And then this is a completely different game, right? If the if that if that shot goes in, that could become a completely different game. If you know he lets that one in, and it kind of is, you know, for him it's like, ah, oh, shit, here we go again. And for the team, you know, ah, oh, shit, here we go again. Because there have been times where I think the Sharks have come out strong, and you know, and then sometimes Kapo Harkonnen has let them down. Not so much this season. I don't want to say like this season has been a, you know. It hasn't been a great one for Kapukakan and hasn't been a great one for the Sharks in general. Um, but I think it was, you know, it was good to see him get that save and kind of carry that through and carry that momentum. Because I think sometimes that's all it takes is one shot to kind of really screw with the guy's confidence. Yeah, it's nice win for Capo there. Uh, and it can just get it boosted. Kevin kind of reminding us of, of some of 
Nabby's classic performances. I remember Nabokov having a lot of three goal, 15 save performances to go with his two goal, 32 save performances. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, completely agree on there. Uh, Jules, I, I hate to have this be kind of the the obvious question to ask, but but uh, I'll ask it anyways. What was it tonight? Was it the Blues just playing down like Ian said? Or is it just the Sharks? Maybe they're emptying the tank because they don't play till Monday? I mean, you saw at periods at times the Blues just took over the game. It was a lot of momentum swings with this game. Like once the Sharks gave up a giveaway, they were in their zone for like probably five minutes. Solid. Like it felt like the Blues were on a power play. So either the Blues just didn't have it on because they're a good team. Like you look at their roster, they're a good team. They have a good goalie. Um, like So I think the Blues just did not have it on and were playing down to the Sharks because at times the Blues definitely took over the game. But you have to give credit where it's due to the Sharks. They came out and they're like, we're going to start strong. We're not going to have a slow start. I think having the penalty kill really early on gave them momentum and helped them because at the beginning, beginning of the year, they couldn't kill a penalty to save their life. So I think it was just the momentum played in the Sharks' favor, but also the Blues just were not fully themselves because I saw them beat up on the abs like 7-1, what was it, like literally less than a week ago. So, yeah. And you go from two weeks ago where they you're giving up 10 spots to Vancouver and Pittsburgh and it, change, it just changes around. It's a nice, nice time, a nice thing to see in where, where, you know, they just... You know, and, and we're starting to get comments from the locker room, like from Cockin and shutouts are cool, but I only care about the win. And, and boy, how do they need one, Ian? Uh, yeah, I mean, again, look at I think if you like, I'm I'm also looking in the chat, right? And people are like, you know, yeah, it's it's good, but they didn't play a six minute game. And I'm like this season, man, like the games like tonight, like just trust me on this one. Uh, and I think I think we we should be smart at this, like sometimes you just take the win and be happy, man. Because again, like the, I don't like, I don't think the sharks were going to get blown out by 10 goals every game this season, but games like this, like me, you know, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they're going to get on a heater and, you know, and we're going to come on here in a few days and be like, Oh my God, the tank, what are they doing? The tank, the tank, the tank. But I, I really feel like tonight's like games like tonight. Yeah. They didn't play a 60 minute game. Yeah. Things got a little squirrely in the third, but you know what? Enjoy it because games like this are going to be much fewer and far between, you know, where I think the Sharks did a lot of good things. And I think, you know, the Sharks might do a lot of good things in a loss, too. But I think, like, hey, take the win, man. Like, sometimes you just have to take the win. Yeah. I mean, it, with them be, having just three, uh, you know, right now, if, it's nice to Sell Brini. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> yeah, like I just I like look, look no I, I like look at I mean I it's obviously like we we do want to come on here we want to be critical of, of of certain things but I think at some point like again this team is bad and I think tonight a lot of things worked out I think a lot of the lines were clicking for the sharks but I also think that the blues really just came in and said ah it's the sharks bucket whatever yeah. right like so I think like at some point you just you want to enjoy like things like I would rather people enjoy a night like tonight than get super critical and find reasons to be mad at it. That's that's my that's that's all. I'm no, saying. you know, this it, team isn't going to win a lot of games, y'all like this is like very few and far in between. So take the wins when you can enjoy yeah, the fact that yeah. like they look good right now. And we couldn't say that like two weeks ago. So take yeah, it like, again. Right. Like I think what the Sharks have what seven points now. 
Yes. Yeah. Seven points. Right? Like, yes. It, it, They're still it was bottom a of the league. road here to there. And I look at it. Not every team is going to come in here and be like, ah, it's the Sharks. We don't have to do anything. And sometimes like things just aren't going to work out. Right. Like I think they, the Sharks got it. Like, again, they got a really good performance from, from Kapo Kakanen who made a shit ton of saves after not having to do anything for the, like the first, minutes. you know, part of the first period. Right. After that, I mean, like, again, what was his, what was his final numbers? I know it's like the save percentage is gaudy, obviously, but it's gaudy because again, like he, he made 45, 44 saves tonight. Right. So it wasn't like he was just doing nothing all night. Like, again, like the, the sharks are going to, are going to lose more of these games than they're going to win. That's just the reality of it. Anytime where you're facing, you know, it's facing 40 plus shots a night. is not a, winning recipe so you just gotta sometimes enjoy it you have to enjoy it it's 313 and one they're currently have seven points they are and i say this very jokingly so calm down people they are just 11 points out of a playoff spot i mean <laughs> there we go plan the parade <laughs> you know, plan the parade sharks are making the playoffs who are we playing vancouver like david <sighs> quinn said that we were fearless tonight i think they did like i think again the sharks did a lot of good things you want to talk about a lot of good things the sharks did i thought like especially early on in the game like the d seemed to pinch at all the right times like they just everything just kind of went they you know everything came up millhouse tonight <laughs> it's just you know it's nice to see i mean i love addison's shot by the way i love addison I mean, that, yeah, that's a sometimes, great sometimes things are just gonna go your way right like i don't, I don't know man like yeah. again i am i am going to enjoy it. when the sharks do good it's good and yes. this season with the way things have gone like i'm sorry i i will enjoy a night like tonight absolutely as I'm much really as i can and soak it in because again right like this you know things will get back to normal the Sharks will get back to losing y'all and no worries. And we'll be back up here saying tanking and whatever and talking about like eight, one losses again. Yeah. Just enjoy the win. Right. And that's what I've been telling people, especially early on. It's like, yeah, this is going to be like 92, 93. If it's going to be this bad, you know, um, enjoy the wins when you get them. And this one's one of those ones where you can really, really enjoy it. So also, yeah. can we talk about Daniil Gushin looks very good again for his second game? I Gushin's a guy like I I Gushin's gonna be a guy where I think guys are gonna get healthy and I think eventually someone's gonna yeah. have to go down and I'm gonna be mad that Gushin goes down. Like I was not mad at all when Bordolo went down. I think I'm like for some reason I'm super in the minority here and I don't understand what Bordolo you guys were all watching when he was playing in the NHL of the season. But Gushkin's gonna go down and I'm gonna be very angry about it. Gushin should not go down. He's playing so good. The confidence he has, like Drew Romendo was talking about at pregame show, like the confidence he has is ridiculous. Like he he's he's playing really well right now, especially yeah. with Granlin at his center. And nothing against Granlin, but like he's playing well with, the, and him and Duclair are gonna be fun to watch this year until whoever gets back gets back. Yeah, it's gonna be. That's going to be the interesting one when Barbie gets back and when Couture gets back. He did chat tonight, guys, 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 guys. Here, here, here's the thing. Here, here's, here's, here's the the one thing. Like, and look at. I know some people think I'm like a. I've, I've just become like this super, you know, this super pushover on, on, on Twitter because I don't really get in the muck. Sometimes it's just it's okay to disagree. It's, it's fine to agree to disagree. Sometimes I don't know, man. Like, just 
sometimes it's just it's fine to agree to disagree. That's all I'm gonna say. I don't want I don't want to fight people. Like, who are you? Are you okay? <laughs> it's uh, fine. I, it's it's fine. I, I know sometimes like I come on here and I get really mad and I get really heated. I'm just I'm a passionate dude, right? So I get it. Like, cause I'm super passionate. I'm like super, like, I think I come on here and I, th- I feel like I come on here with a lot of conviction on the things I say. And I think people enjoy what I do here because like, obviously I believe what I'm saying. Like, I don't come on here and do a bit, but like sometimes, sometimes the, the, sometimes it's okay to agree to disagree. Like you're not going to win over everyone. Can we just enjoy a win? <laughs> yeah. That's all I'm asking. Please y'all. Absolutely. Uh, Kevin Lacey in the chat. Y'all know I gushed about Gushin last season went along. Yes, absolutely. Uh, And he made sure to mention that it was not a pun, by the way. Uh, Although, Ian, he does suggest a future TTG episode gushing over Gushin. I mean, it's all I do. Like, I, I feel like anything like about the Barracuda, even when I've been like the most sour on the Barracuda this year, I don't think I've ever said like I've always said like Gushkin's been the MVP this season so far. And like, you know, we talked and, you know, it's a good segue, actually, because if you are looking for some Barracuda content, me and Kevin did sit down with uh, Nick Nolenberger last night. We talked about the Barracuda for about an hour. So if you are looking for some uh, some Barracuda content, that is there. I know it took a while to get on the auto stream. I apologize. YouTube sometimes screws with me when I do dumb things like not record the show on my own and wait for YouTube to let me download it. Sometimes YouTube says, you know what, Ian? Fuck you. You can wait a day and a half to download that that episode. So it took forever to get it on the audio. So for the people that are listening right now that are audio people, I apologize. It took so long. Um, Sometimes you do dumb shit like you don't record it yourself and you have to kind of be at YouTube's mercy. And that's what happened there. But again, yeah, if you are looking at for some like Barracuda content, me and Kevin did sit down with uh, with Nick Nolenberger yesterday. I think it's a it was a solid show. I It, it usually is. Um, I think Nick obviously gives some really good insights being the voice of the Barracuda better. You know, sometimes, um, you know, I, 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 again, I like, I love our crew, but it's nice to get, you know, people who are, who are a little more in the trench and, um, a little more professional than I sometimes tend to be, especially on here. Well, it's the voice of the Barracuda. And of course, you know, congrats to, to Nick for calling his first NHL game, on on sunday so i i totally get it uh kurt uh, thanks for joining yeah, us yeah thanks for thanks for coming in and, and you know and just dropping some knowledge from the chat um you know not letting me get away with saying is, is bennington the guy still like i don't know again <laughs> i haven't watched the blues a lot this year i've tried to watch like more hockey but like i've never like i love like don't get me wrong like i love the guys from let's go blues but like the blues have never been my this is a team i must watch team and it's that's just just a me thing that's not a that's not a that's not a knock on those guys i love those guys yeah and uh you can check them out on let's go blues radio on youtube and such they are the original st louis blues hockey podcast with uh jeff ponder and billy blue note uh so you know yeah, I love those guys. Like, don't get yeah. me wrong. I totally love those guys. I just, but I haven't watched a lot of Blues. And I know Bennington's, like, kind of been all over the place. So, like, could it be a situation where he'd lost the job? Yeah. Maybe. I don't know, man. I like Joe Hofer. I, I, I really like uh, Hofer as a goalie. So He's a good goalie prospect. 
Yeah, yeah. Like he's he's a he's a dude that I really like. So, um, but you know, sometimes like uh, sometimes I say dumb things on here. Every once in a, it happens every once in a while. It doesn't happen very often, but once in a while. Yep. Uh, so let's get to some of the comments uh, in the chat uh, from the locker room. I should say this is what happens when I have like my hair not tied back and like all like I just I apparently become a nice guy. You, you let the hair down. Going on tonight. I left my hair down, and I'm not a nice dude. Apparently, I J- become a nice dude. Jules can on. let her hair down. I have not a whole <laughs> lot of hair to let down. So I digress. Let's uh, check in with Ryan Carpenter. Uh, we were checking in well and playing simple, low to high, quick, getting bodies to the net. Yeah, uh, you know. Uh, Ryan Carpenter with two assists tonight. Yep, on that fourth line. Uh, Got out of the D zone clean. Lots of communication. It was great to get rewarded tonight. We had to check better than last game. We got back to our game not getting too cute. Thank you. We'll take the wins if, if, you know, it doesn't have to be a fancy between the legs shot from Gushin. We'll we'll, we'll take the dirty goal where it just I will 100% take them. But, yeah, yeah, it doesn't always have to be fancy. Right. Uh for Carpenter, he continues on. I signed the two-way deal. Didn't know what would happen. Just trying to get better every day and stay positive uh, for him. So, you know, he's also one of those guys that, you know, maybe he gets sent back down to Dakota when when the team gets a little bit healthier. So we'll see on that. Uh, with uh, Kapo Kakinen, winning is always great. Never get tired of that. Great effort overall. Started every period well. Uh, we were willing to do the right thing for 60 minutes tonight. Huge blocks. Yes, yes, indeed. Uh, every line was going. Every deep pair was going. It obviously brings clarity to the game, especially when we have the puck that much, which is something they really haven't had. Uh, that That's for gosh darn sure. We stick together, show up every day. Stuff happens, but we move forward. We will enjoy tonight and get back to work and set the sights on the next game. Uh so and you get, we attention. Uh, easy for me to say. Shutouts are cool, <laughs> but I only care about the win. Yeah, I, I had a tough time getting that tongue twister out. Way to go, Eric. Uh, I was a part. Yeah, of the I pre- mean, look at like shutouts are great, and don't get me wrong. Like it would have would have would have been super awesome for Capricorn to get a shutout. Of course, it would have been. That that's fantastic, especially for a guy who I like routinely. Like he's like my go-to beat him up person on this team. I, I mean. It's hard when like Luke Cunning has actually become good last few games. Uh, <laughs> again, like my shit list is really empty now. Like it's it's really unfortunate because it you know especially in a season like this, it's easy to find guys that you can just beat up on. Um, I don't have anyone to beat up on tonight. Who, who was your AHL Luke Cunning? Remind me of that. Brandon Coe. <laughs> Brandon Coe, who then proceeded to score like two goals, I think, the next day. Yeah, like he's, he's Brandon Coe. I mean, he's 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 definitely cooled off again a little bit. Uh, has Brandon Coe, um, and he made a really brutal hit that I'm surprised didn't get him a suspension. Um, but yeah, but yeah, I called I called Brandon Coe uh, AHL Luke Gunn, and I think I was just mad because Tristan Robbins is injured. <laughs> I took it out on Brandon Coe, um, but no, actually, Brandon Coe like made an asshole of me, which happens, and I'm happy when that happens. <laughs> Yeah, and look, it, it Cunning Cunning will come back to Earth for sure. Like again, for sure, he's absolutely going to come back to Earth, and I'm sure uh, my my shark shit list will refill with people in a season like this. I promise that will happen. But tonight it's nice to to let everyone um, to let everyone out, and you know, like everyone gets a stay of execution once in a while. 
Um, can we touch on Lacey's comment about Vlasic being scratched and how good the Sharks team looked without Vlasic on that decor? Like the decor looks defensively better without Vlasic. Like, yeah, you know, I'm glad you brought that up, and I'm glad Kevin brought that up in the chat. Because, thanks, Kevin. Um, thanks, Kevin. And I kind of alluded to this earlier a little bit too, like with the lines. Like I kind of liked the way the lines. Like it was very intriguing when you looked at the scratches and you looked at the lines. I'm like, this this is interesting. You know, there's been a lot of like talk about guys not being held accountable for their play and like I, you can't hold like on a team that's been this bad you can't hold everyone accountable um as much as maybe you would like but like as much as david quinn kind of gets beaten with this he's not playing with the kids and the kids are getting held more accountable like plastic's a guy who makes seven million dollars who's sat for a couple of games now um you know like i'm Again, I know I know David Quinn isn't everyone's favorite coach, but like I feel like to me anyway, I think he's done a good job of of holding guys to account. Maybe like again, you can't hold everyone accountable. You can't just scratch Vlasic forever. Like that's in an ideal world, I guess you could, but that's just never gonna happen. But it was nice that, you know, when when guys like Vlasic are out of the lineup, like I thought the D was pretty good tonight. Again, they made, you know, and again, I you know, you can also say like the Blues weren't very good. And I think that has to be stated. But again, like I thought the D did a lot of interesting things tonight. I thought early on, I thought everything they did kind of worked. And again, it's easy to do in the team that you're playing isn't playing their best hockey. But, you know, they made a lot of like all the moves that they made, all the pinches, like everything was kind of on point early on. And it continued enough that i think that you could entertain at least uh, maybe plastic doesn't come back in the lineup next game because I, I i really like emberson and addison like i think both of them are young defensemen who can move the puck up the ice and it the sharks are actually getting like ozone time because when you didn't have any of those two young guys like actually playing and getting the puck up who was getting the puck up like burrows <laughs> You know what I mean? So it's just nice to have two young guys who can move the puck up. And I've really liked Emerson. Like, I don't think we give that guy enough credit personally. Like, he has some rough spots, but he, he don't forget the Sharks picked him up on waivers. Um, and he was a pretty good gem for them. Yeah. You look at, I mean, and, you know, we can all say like $13 million in cap space scratched and, and this is what happens. I mean, it's all very amusing, right? Um, but I mean, this is, you know, this is just the reality that we're in. Obviously, look at, we all know that, you know, Vlasic is a contract that the Sharks will be very happy to have off the books. Like, it's it's a bad contract. We all know it. I, I The Sharks know it. We know it. I mean, again, I think, like, the Sharks have done a good job of... What Mike Greer, I think, has done a good job of is getting money off the books that was going to be here for a long time. You know, like, again, Brent Burns. I love Brent Burns. And Brent Burns is probably... Is he worth all eight million? I don't know. I think Carolina he looks very good for him right now. Um, Eric Carlson off the books. I think like that. I think if they could get Vlasic off the books in a way that didn't include um, giving up draft capital, that obviously the Sharks don't want to give up at this point. Um, or you know, like I think if there was a taker for Vlasic, the Sharks would happily do it. But again, you can only retain so much money. Uh, you can only have so much money retained and you can only and the Sharks absolutely cannot afford to to give up draft capital to to get Vlasic off the books. Like sometimes you just have to ride things out. Yeah, and but... also the way I think AJ points it out a lot, the way Greer seems to be building is the minute Vlasic deal is up. I think that's when the Sharks are going to start being competitive again with you their new hope. young core. 
that's the hope and that's you know that's the prayer i guess um so hopefully when vlasic is off the books the sharks are back in the hopefully back in the playoffs um with their new young up and coming so, so here's the thing and this is a great question right like obviously it's like can can vlasic currently go down Vlasic isn't an idiot, like, or his agent probably is an idiot. I know it's going to say on, oh, if you go to cap friendly, modified no trade clause, right? But you don't get a three-team trade list and not have some sort of protection from being sent through waivers. I We don't have the contract in front of us. I know cap friendly is really good about these things, but I, I, I want to think that Vlasic agent is smart enough. Like, your three-team no trade list means shit if, you can get sent through waivers, right? Yeah. So I, 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 I believe that there is something in Vlasic's contract that would prevent him from being sent through waivers to be sent to the Barracuda. Like, there's probably protection there. Um, that's like just that, my opinion. It's three more years of this shitty deal. We've handled this deal for five years, and it really became shitty like three years ago. So, like, it, it, I think Greer's going to write it out. I don't think Vlasic's going to get bought out. I, I think he's just going to be healthy, scratched yeah, you, a lot. Why would you buy him out? Like, yeah, why, the other the, the other thing with Vlasic's contract is there's a lot of signing bonus money in there, which makes a buyout just excruciatingly painful, yeah. even in the later years of it. Yeah. So, like, three more years left, and, like, Quinn is taking account for his veterans, which I was very happy to see this year with like benching Vlasic, benching Burroughs when they're not having a good game. Quinn holds them accountable and it's not just the kids that are being held accountable. It's everyone. It seems like being is held accountable. So I like to see that. You yeah. love to see that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I just, I just think that there's, there's gotta be some, there's probably something there that would stop this from happening. I don't know that for sure. I do not have Mark Edward Vlasic's contract information in front of me, um, word for word. But I just, I feel like when you look at some of these deals with, you know, like a really tight trade list, like again, like Mark Edward Vlasic can be traded to three teams of his choosing. You don't, you know, that kind of means nothing if you allow him, like if there's, if there's some sort of waiver eligibility there. That's just my opinion. Again, I could be wrong. I might be wrong. I don't have the contract in front of me, but you would think, right? Like you would, you would think. Yeah. Uh, Kevin in the chat saying that's a good, really good point. Ian, you get think that sharks would have just tried throwing it out there to give themselves options. And, yeah. and, and AJ mentioning, you know, no reason to buy out Vlasic if the playoff windows slam shut. No need to keep the money longer than needed. Yeah, you don't want to and go it's, three it's more years in. It's a gross buyout. Like, unless you want to be competitive, unless you're telling us the Sharks are going to be competitive, don't you don't move that contract. Just let it be until it runs out. And then hopefully by the time it runs out, the Sharks are back onto the horse of being a competitive team again. And I don't think like, and again, like I know that people are, that people like a lot of like some of these players that they brought in that they're trying out that are like, you know, like the Ambersons, the Addisons and, and whatnot, but I don't like, I know, and look at, and I love Henry Thrun as much as the next guy, but I don't think that Vlasic's contract is the only thing keeping Henry Thrun out of the NHL. No. 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 So, uh, one more thing. I think this was originally from NHL PR. The Sharks scored three times in the opening 325 of the second period for their fourth fastest three goals to open a period in franchise history. That's of all. Course. That's nice of that. That's nice, yeah. Uh, coming up uh, for the Sharks, you, you're, you get you're off till they're off till Monday. They will uh, 
begin a f- stretch of four games in the week. They will begin in uh, Vancouver. Did somebody say Vancouver? Yes. Oh God! And yeah, then, you I, like that man that from Boston. Please that. come to the Sharks. <laughs> Pain. Pain. That's gonna be that. Vancouver's been so good. It, it does help. Like I think Vancouver's looking a little bit better than they are just because everything they seem to shoot on the net goes in um kind of like seattle last year like seattle just everything they shot on net went in and now that's not happening this year and everything's kind of come back to earth for them a little bit um i think vancouver's a team that's that's doing i think they're good like i don't get me wrong i think vancouver's a good team and they should be a good team with a with a lot of the young talent that they've accumulated um i'm not looking forward to that game i think vancouver's gonna lay waste to this team again Hopefully not 10, though. Please, hopefully not 10. <laughs> Duvall is just in the chat. Go ahead. Go ahead, Puck Guy. I'll, I'll wait till Monday. Nope. That's what the Sounders you for. You look at the people. You got to give the, 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 the audience what they want. I'm going to say the paying audience. I don't think we're making money tonight. But... AHA, cover your ears. <laughs> Vancouver. There you go. Uh. uh but uh, yeah, so they scored three twenty-five of the opening period. Uh, can you name the other three seasons without looking at the chat that were better? A- and two, two of the teams currently don't Ow! exist. <laughs> Sorry, I have to be bite my foot and hurt because you have a little sharp teeth. A little chomper there, high Titan. <laughs> Uh, the only other instances that occurred February twenty-sixth of nineteen ninety-two. That's the first period. Or the first year of the Sharks' existence, 238, the second period against the Quebec Nordiques. November of 2006, coming out of the, uh, out of that horrible uh, lockout against the LA Kings. And I think they eventually lost that game. And then November 28th, 1992, the second season, just a second under three minutes against the Minnesota North Stars. So. There you a- have it. A- AJ, I'm sorry. I said, I said, I'm sorry. So, <laughs> all right. Uh, and, and puppies are Burge? so funny. Like he gets up, he bites my foot as hard as he possibly can. And then he just turns around and goes back to sleep. Burge, <laughs> thank you for the nice transition. Uh, I would like to hear number 18 in Ottawa and once in a while as well, or Ottawa. Uh, <laughs> AJ, I know you're watching and this is a great way to promote the Pucknologists on Sunday because we're off for the rest of the weekend now, uh, except for those who work retail, damn it. Uh, Pucknologists, Sunday night, 7 p.m., they'll recap the two games, uh, get you ready for... I, I'm I'm hoping there are Thanksgiving uh, power rankings for side dishes. Uh, I would look look forward to that. We'll see on that. If, if Jer can, you know, weave a way around the f1 disaster that's uh going on in vegas as we speak uh so with that i think we are pretty good uh let's see so what you're saying is there's a 68.7 chance of the blues folding because we scored through the streak since quebec and the north stars don't exist yes sorry st louis st louis sorry you're gonna be like the sudbury blueberry bulldogs in season one of shorzy you lose, you fold. Oh man! I mean, the North Stars didn't fold; they just moved to Dallas. So maybe, the, maybe the Blues are get relocated. Sorry, again, man. Sorry. Uh, oh God. 
Uh, <laughs> Houston Blues. That you heard it here first. Oh, oh God. Ouch. Ouch. Someone clip that. <laughs> All right. In case you missed anything or you want to watch this again, check us out at TealTownUSA.com or your favorite podcatcher, wherever you get your podcasts. Of course, if you're watching us on YouTube right now, either live or recorded, leave us a comment down below as your thoughts on tonight's game and more. Of course, hit that like button, subscribe button, and that notification bell. It does go a long way to help us out. And of course, all of our content is at tealtownusa.com. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know what? Yeah, it's, it's, it, look at, again, I, it's a really shitty night to make a relocation joke. I agree. Um, knowing oh. what I know. Look at, I didn't even think about that. Look at, guys, again, I understand like this, like, you, you know, barriers where our bread and butter is again. Um, I'm not a barrier sports fan. I'm just a Sharks fan. Look at, I feel really shitty about what hap- what's happening with the A's. I've said that on numerous occasions. I don't know what I would do. If, like if the Sharks ever got like relocated, like I don't know what I would do. And I feel bad for any fan that has to have their team relocated. It's a shitty thing. I've watched, obviously, other fan bases up here um, lose their teams. It sucks, right? It, it super sucks. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's it's a shitty time to make a, a relocation joke, but I it was there. I we, we, we know what you meant, and I don't think you were trying to be... No, I completely like I wasn't trying to be insensitive. It was uh, it was just that, obviously, the North Stars went to, to Texas, so I just... Like where's the relocation in right. Target in Texas, Houston? Um, it's it's a shitty thing to but, lose your team, obviously. And I I my my thoughts are with you, Ace fans. It sucks. I'm not a baseball guy at all, but like again, it sucks. Yeah, it's you know the 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 saddest part about it this all. And first off, we know Brody uh, Brazil, who does pre and post game. He also does pre and post game for the A's and everything. He's been on this since this whole thing went crazy. I feel for him because, you know, that's that's a job for him as well. Uh, but at the same time, A's ownership didn't give a damn. You know, you rise yeah, it ticking. Sucks. It's like, literally I, the pages out of Major League. This story. Like, it's not like, it's not something that I personally care about. But I know a lot of like a lot of my friends on Twitter, like, are are just heartbroken right now over this. Mm-hmm. Right. So, like, to them, like, obviously, I feel bad for them. Like, I've obviously followed it through them like i have a lot of people again i follow on twitter that are obviously from the bay area i completely get it i'm heartbroken for you um it doesn't affect me at all i don't personally care but i i'm sad for you yeah and it and it sucks you know and and for everyone in oakland and the A's fans you know i know a lot of you have kind of jumped ship already to uh the oakland roots and the oakland soul uh professional soccer teams that are out there uh, love to see it, but I will also say I know there is a boatload of Ace fans who are also Sharks fans, and it's always been teal together, baby. Uh, so you know, it, it sucks, but it's it's nice to we'll welcome you back to, with open arms. It sucks that you know April to October might be a rough stretch, but you know we're all here for you on that one. Uh, also, it was hockey fights cancer? night tonight it was great to see quinn uh who was out at the practice facility you know having some fun getting sprayed funny the other thing too and i want to say this and i know it's not like again not really relevant i'm just dragging the show out for the sake of dragging it out now but like 
my <laughs> like I love like Sergey Bobrovsky having his like his purple mask and everything after they like, told like Logan Thompson he couldn't put a ribbon on his fucking helmet because of the gong show that is now we can't do anything because well I'm not going to get into that that we don't need to get into but like props to Bobrovsky for still having his mask and being like Meh. right some real right. Ian Reed energy there uh, but I will say, I know Shang tweeted out a picture of Duclair in, next to the uh, Hockey Fights Cancer logo, and I'm, and I'm like, you know, you're right, dude. It would be nice if Duclair was rocking lavender, maybe with a hint of silver since it was the 25th anniversary. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I don't know. Again, we're not, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to drag it out for, for, uh, for, for conversation. This is not going to. And now well. for the Barracuda update, here's e- No, kidding. kidding. <laughs> Uh, hey, Barracuda, like, again, if you want some Barracuda content, awesome show last night with Nick Nolenberger. Like I said, it's about an hour of your time if you're looking for, um, I mean, a quick bite for, I think, for us. Because, like, oh, well, maybe not for, for After Dark unless I'm on, because then I like to drag things out. Pucknology is, like, six and a half hours. So if you need, like, a quick hour of something, right there, tight bite. On that... like, sending me death. I, I'm gonna like go into. Sorry, I'm gonna me. go into Twitter, and AJ is gonna decapitate me. Excuse me. The opinions expressed by Ian Reed do not necessarily <laughs> represent all of Teal Town USA or their affiliates. That's right. Yeah. 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 Ian. Ian. Ian's thoughts are Ian's own. I no. And again, like Pucknologist this Sunday. I again. I I love Jerk. I love AJ. Everyone knows these yes. things. This is, this is all in good fun. Yeah. No. We're we're having a good time. You know. So, with that. We'll go with the final thoughts with Jules first. <laughs> yeah, don't let Ian talk ever again. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Enjoy the Sharks win. Um, also, a few prospects are playing this weekend to keep an eye out. I don't remember who. Um, I'm definitely not prepared right. for that to say that. Um, but a few Sharks prospects are playing. I believe Will Smith is back in action. Um, Luca Cagnoni is probably going to put up five points again. So, um, <laughs> casually. Um, follow... I don't know. Follow Teal Town. Join Pucknologist so I can continue cursing jerks and AJ's bets. Thank you. Come again. <laughs> yes. And, and AJ has written, says Ian has offended me. Wow. <laughs> Way to go, Ian. Nice job. <laughs> All right. Uh, um, look at my, my final thoughts are uh, when the sharks do good, it's good. Because what else can I say at this point? Right. Right. So you can find Jules at sharks underscore Jules uh, you can find Ian at Ian Box Hockey. You can find myself at PuckGuy14 all over the social medias. Uh, so, Pucknologist Sunday night, 7 p.m. We'll recap that week. Uh, should be a good one. Then we'll be back with you Monday as the Sharks take on the Canucks. Uh, you know, and that'll start a four game week where we got the Canucks cracking Montreal on the Black Friday afternoon. And then Saturday night, I will see you at the tank for gaming night, which is one of my favorite nights. And especially, you know how I like to uh, decor the uh, the thumbnails for sure on that one. So thanks for watching, everybody. Appreciate it one more time. The Sharks win 5-1 over the St. Louis Blues. Yeah. And until Monday for Sharks and Canucks and Sunday for Pucknologists, keep it real. Keep it teal. Keep it real teal. Have a great night, everyone. We will see you Sunday night and Monday night. Good night, everyone.